0: Managing money is time-consuming, difficult and well, sometimes just stressful. Does it leave you confused, exhausted and frustrated? Having those countless arguments with your parents and rant sessions with your friends all leading to the same piece of advice. You need to spend responsibly and save money. But the real question is, how? How do you achieve this? Well, come discover the simple truths about money with Finlet. Better yet, deep dive with us in our weekly podcasts and learn the most practical tips and tricks that can help you lead that life of financial stability. Welcome to episode 5 of the Finlec podcast series. Today we're in conversation with somebody who's as young as us but has an interesting experience and background. Yash Bansali is an undergraduate at Yale University and has always fostered a strong passion for finance and business. His previous internships have been with esteemed institutions across the world and today he's going to take us through some of the basics of investing. So welcome on board, Yash.
1: Hi, Monica. Um, doing great. Thank you for having me on this and looking forward to a great conversation with you.
0: All right, Yash. So, tell us something interesting about you. Sure. Monica, let me start by
1: explaining to you, you know, you, when you gave my introduction, which was very kind, you said that, you know, I've had a lot of different experiences, ups and downs, etc. So, let me just give a little bit of context as to why I chose that path. The reason for it was... My late grandfather from a very early age always used to tell me one thing, which was that in life to succeed, we must be wise amongst the wealthy and wealthy amongst the wise. And what he meant by this was that in every situation, the key to success is being able to ask yourself, what value can I add? And how can I differentiate myself from everybody else at the table and hence add true value? So throughout my life so far, I have always been in the pursuit of new experiences that add to my corpus of intellect and knowledge and and sort of um, experience so that I may be able to provide value in different ways. And I think that as we move forward in the world and as the world sort of converges across industries and there's multiple disruption, people who can recall, recollect and learn from multiple experiences and apply those learnings to create value, um, are people who are going to fare very well. So that's something about me that very few people know, that my journey has been heavily influenced by my grandfather. And it's been so good so far. So let's see what happens next.
0: Wonderful, Yash. So uh, tell me a little bit about your, uh, you know, your application process or how you got into Yale. And especially why did you pick this very unique and interesting course called Diversified Investment? Sure.
1: So, Monica, you know, I'm a firm believer that whilst the university picks you, you also pick the university. It's a symbiotic relationship that has to go both ways. Why did I pick Yale? Multiple reasons. Firstly, I thought the culture at Yale of a liberal arts education uh, was phenomenal. They place a very high premium on discussion. The opening address of the president this year, the president Salovey of Yale University, was exactly this. He said that the people who are successful are the ones who can ask the right questions. So that sort of ethos of curiosity, learning, and giving back to society and adding to the social fabric, that was extremely attractive to me. So that is why I applied to Yale. Within that, you are talking about the Yale Undergraduate Diversified Investments Group. This is a board that I'm a part of. Um, Yale Undergraduate Diversified Investments is the premier investment banking and private equity institution on Yale's campus. We are also the largest finance group. Why did I choose this group? Well, fundamentally, because it is an investment banking, private equity group. That was my area of interest, and I felt like I could add value to it. If it's all right with you, I'd just like to talk a bit about what the organization does.
0: Yeah, my next question was exactly that. You have used a lot of jargons, and I'm not a financial expert, and I know that our listeners are not as well. So, tell us, what is this investment banking, and what is this equity that you're talking about?
1: Sure, sure. So, Monica, the way I like to explain this to everybody is very simple, is that investment bankers have one fundamental job, and that is to add value to companies and solve problems for their clients. Now, there are multiple problems that investors and uh, and companies come to an investment bank with, but if we were to categorize them, they would be the following. So, one is raising funds through initial public offerings, through issuing debt, etc. The other is sort of changing the structure of the organization, so restructuring the credit profile of a company, deleveraging the company, leveraging the company, et cetera. And the third is sort of taking a strategic seat within the company and advising on strategic acquisitions. So when you talk about mergers and acquisitions, deal advisory, corporate finance, that's what you're talking about. How can the company and the problems they have, how can you leverage that company's assets to the best of its ability to try and increase the addressable market, to make it a market winner and a market maker? So investment banking, very simply, forget all the jargon, it's all about trying to add value. And the Yale Undergraduate Diversified Investments Group uh, has a very rigorous and concise academic program that takes you through all the different facets of investment banking, from company valuations to comparables and mergers and acquisitions, leverage buyouts, debt restructuring, etc. They have a large alumni network and we allow our students to network with those, those alumni to understand, you know, how financial paradigms are changing, to understand what the future holds so that we may inform our membership of what steps they should be taking to ensure that they are best prepared when they hit the job market. And we also have a mergers and acquisitions case competition every year so that our students, our members can apply the learnings that we and industry experts provide them in a real life practical scenario and see what they need to brush up on and what works. So We try and provide a wholesome experience to our membership. We have just introduced a speaker series. We're very excited about that. But that is just a little bit about what Yale Undergraduate Diversified Investments truly does.
0: So that's that's very, very, I think, intriguing for me because, like I said, I'm no financial expert. And I see that you're working with a very niche, sounds very difficult and complicated industry. But I just want to take a couple of steps, uh, you know, back and ask you, What are like the ABCs of investment? If you had to explain like individual investing to a five-year-old, how would you do it?
1: So investing and financial markets and investment banking, asset management, etc. They all boil down to one very simple thing. And that is capital allocation, right? So the markets are created in such a way that capital may be infused. And when I mean capital, I mean money may be infused into these organizations to provide the lubrication required for markets to work efficiently and effectively, right? So if an industrialist wants to grow their business, they need capital to do that. And there are multiple ways and instruments that are used to finance this growth, right? You can have initial public offerings, you can have stock issuances, you can have bond issuances, etc. And that's where the jargon is introduced. But fundamentally, investing is about figuring out where you as an investor Wants to deploy your personal capital because you feel that deploying it in those ways will generate the highest returns intertemporally for you, and that is at the end of the day what it's all about. Now markets work on a risk-reward framework, so the higher the risk you take, the more reward you may get, but also it will amplify your losses if if things go south.
0: Okay, so essentially, as a you know a noob investor, all I have to think about, or all I have to decide is I have ten dollars dirhams euros whatever in my pocket and i'm going to put this in one of many buckets of baskets and i'm going to hope that somebody's going to pick that basket up and do something with it and bring bring me back something that's more than what i initially put in that basket am i right
1: so yes and no yes in the sense that when we talk about a basket we're talking about i assume you're talking about a fund for example
0: yeah exactly So
1: so yes definitely that is one option um, in many ways, it is a safer option than investing on your own purely because you are trusting the expertise and know-how of an experienced portfolio manager or professional who understands the markets. But what we have to understand is that markets today are so dynamic and brimming with innovation. There's so much disruption that there are always opportunities to deploy capital. So unless you actively choose to have your capital sitting and waiting because you're not, you don't feel like you've found the right opportunity. Very rarely will you be waiting to invest. There is always something to invest in. The decision you as an investor have to make is, are you investing in an industry you understand? Are the terms of that investment fair? And is it matched with your risk profile and your risk appetite? So these are some of the things to consider when investing. If you feel like you can pick all of these boxes and there are many more that I haven't mentioned, then you know that you have to deploy your capital here. Otherwise, yes, you're completely right. Uh, You have to wait it out for the right opportunity.
0: Okay, so essentially, what you're saying is, um, for for the kind of you know background I have as a young graduate who's just gotten probably the first or second job and just started earning money, my risk, you know, my appetite for risk is not as much. So, um, if you could just tell me, you know, at the top of your head, what are the top three industries that I should even be thinking about investing in, especially like I said, as a noob investor?
1: So, Monica, you've asked a very interesting question. With truly no answer, because if there were three industries that were low risk and high reward, or industries that were considered better than others, then everybody would put their money there, okay, at which point those markets would become saturated. So investing is all about having a variable view on the market, and variable views vary based on the investor. So I may think something is going to happen in commodity markets based on my access to information. And that is why, you know, some people short a particular industry, which means that they bet the industry will sort of go down in value and others go long on an industry, which means they feel that industry is going to pick up value as time goes by. But let me try and answer this question as best I can by referencing the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett. What he always says is that I'm no genius, but I have my spot and I tend to stick around those spots. And what he means is that the biggest misconception any investor has is that they feel they need to have a view or an opinion on every industry every stock no focus on things stand all right so if you are in the education industry focus on ed tech if you are in the medical industry focus on big pharma and telemedicine etc invest and look for opportunities in industries you truly understand yes you may miss some good opportunity you don't have to hit every ball that comes your way you can leave some of them and make sure you hit the ones in your sweet spot. And that's how you maximize returns. So to clarify, there are no three industries that are better than others. It all depends on your analysis, your risk profile and risk appetite and what you know about.
0: I have to agree with you here, Yash, because that's also what we're trying to drive home with this podcast series. It's so essential for us to be aware and educate ourselves before we make critical financial decisions in our lives. And I think this fits extremely well in the context of investing especially. So thank you so much for breaking down such complex jargons and really bringing out the essence of what these uh, mean in the world of investing. this basically sums up today's episode and I hope you will take time out to go and read about investing and the basics of investing and educate yourself before our next episode with Yash where we deep dive into some more complicated topics. So until then, go check out Finlec, get the application and don't forget to stay mindful with your money.